0: When I say the word hangry, what comes to mind? If you're like most people, you're gonna say you get a little angry when you get a little hungry, and that's where hangry comes from. Well, what does hangry have to do with being in a step family? Well, a lot. If you're not eating well, this could be problematic and it may be creating additional stress in your family. <laughs> However, what we're gonna talk about today ties into the hangriness may be a symptom of something else. All right. Hey, it's Jen Rogers, and I'm flying solo today on Step Family Mission Possible. I can't wait to get started on this week's episode. So let's get to it. Hey there, you're listening to Step Family Mission Possible, the podcast for step families with a focus on step family couples building their legacy together. We know that blending families is hard, and your hosts. Me, Jen Rogers, along with my husband Bill, are determined to make it easier. It's time to turn stepfamily chaos into stepfamily mission possible together. So you can stop feeling that pit in your stomach on transition day and start celebrating all the reasons why you are exactly in the right place right now. So this week, I've said a couple of times, I've been talking to people that I feel like I'm so close to needing that brown paper bag. (laughs) I sense I'm about to hyperventilate. And what is going on? Well, it's so many things are coming at me at one time and it feels like I may not be able to keep up with all of them. It's a really busy season here in the Rogers household. How about you? What's happening in your home? Are you in a busy season? Often when we begin to feel that sense of too much stuff all at once or overwhelm or we feel like we're pedaling really fast but we can't quite catch up, what might be happening is something called decision fatigue. I love this expression that what gets scheduled gets done. I firmly believe in the power of using a planner To help you keep track of all the things, whether it's a hard copy, whether it's a bunch of sticky notes piled together, whether it's a formal planner, whether it's an electronic planner, using a planner definitely helps you prevent decision fatigue. So before we even get started, I'm going to invite you to grab your planner of choice, (laughs) your piece of paper and pencil of choice, so you can begin to think about what kinds of things are causing decision fatigue in your life. Do you have any idea how many decisions we make each day? I have no idea. I'm sure there's research on it somewhere, but I know it's a buttload of decisions. We are deciding all kinds of things. Do I clean my glasses? Do I do a load of laundry? Am I going to vacuum today? Am I going to drive to the gym to do a workout? Or am I going to do a workout video? Am I not going to do a workout at all today? Am I going to give myself permission for rest today? Numerous decisions. Okay, so I don't know the total number of decisions that we make each day, but after I'm done editing this episode, I'm going to go check it out so I can put it at the end of the show. All right, let's get started. What is decision fatigue and what can you do about it? Well, decision fatigue is really that sense of there's Too many decisions that you need to make right now in this moment. And frankly, you're just exhausted. You're tired of making decisions. Well, how does this come about? Decision fatigue can happen when we overcomplicate things. We might add on some unnecessary things that we don't really need to manage right now, but we somehow wrap them up in part of our decision making adventure. Let me call it an adventure so we overcomplicate things. Or like right now, it's a busy time for me. It could be that for you too, that it's a full season. You have many things that are going on in our lives. They ebb and flow and it's totally normal that we have lots of things going on packed into one period of time and then it will slow down a little bit later on. There will be things that you plan for, and there will be things that you don't plan for. So a great example of planning for something would be a wedding. You're planning for a wedding, and it takes some time, and you know it. And talk about decision fatigue, so many decisions to make when you're planning for a wedding. When you're planning for a wedding, you'll take more time to do that than, let's say, you would for planning for the end of life, for a funeral. Funerals come up unexpectedly, and they create A lot of decision making necessity, and they come at a time often when you least expect it. So, that is something that can create that sense of, gosh, I'm really getting tired from all the decisions I'm making. So, decision fatigue happens when we overcomplicate things, when we're in a full season or period of time, whether we've planned for it or it's hit us unexpectedly, or it could be you're malnourished. So there are three key areas where you could be malnourished. The obvious one is you're hungry. You haven't eaten for a while, so you're feeling a little tired. You're getting a little headache, maybe. And you're wondering why you're struggling making decisions, or it feels like you're making too many decisions. It could simply be that you're malnourished by food and you need to eat something. Hey, if you're getting hungry right now, you can hit the pause button, go get a snack. I'll be right here when you get back. The other thing is you could be physically tired. Maybe you had a super great workout or maybe you haven't been feeling so hot lately and physically your body is tired. So making decisions feels a little bit harder. We could also be emotionally malnourished, that we're craving connection and intimacy and that just hasn't been happening for us. For whatever reason, we're feeling disconnected. And that also makes it harder for us to make decisions. Okay, so decision fatigue. You're tired, you're exhausted, you don't want to make any more decisions. Have you ever felt like that? Your husband asks you, hey, what's for dinner? Like, oh, I don't know and I don't care because I'm tired of making decisions. I'm sure you can relate to that. So what do you do when you find yourself in the land of decision fatigue? Well, you have two choices. One, you can ignore it and pretend like it doesn't exist, which won't be very helpful because those decisions will still be there for you. Or two, you can acknowledge that you're in the land of a lot of decisions and you're struggling a little bit. And in order to understand how you can reduce decision fatigue, It's that whole classic, you must first identify a problem before you can come up with a solution. So if you find yourself in this acknowledgement of, gosh, everything feels so exhausting, here are some things that you can do. Once you acknowledge that you're here, identify what is it? What decisions are the most important decisions? Is there there a crisis right now? I just want to remind you that the number one responsibility that you have as a parent and a step-parent is to keep the kids alive. If the kids are breathing, you're good to go, okay? You're good to go. That's a really great start. So the kids, they're alive. Good job. Take a moment right now, pause the recording, and write down on your piece of paper what it is that you think are the major decisions that you're grappling with right now that may be causing some of this decision fatigue. What decision is coming up for you that is really important that you must make right now so you can identify those decisions that have priorities? And then you can plan a time where you'll actually make an assessment of what's really going on. The next thing that you can do is evaluate those decisions that you're making over and over and over again. Is it 5:30 in the evening and you're asking yourself what's for dinner on Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night and Sunday night? There's something that you can do about that. You can actually do meal planning so you're making that decision at one point in time to say on Monday Monday, let's make it meatloaf Monday and Taco Tuesday, okay? Let's just go there and make it simple. But you can identify and plan for, okay, on this day, this is what we're going to have for dinner. And then that provides the opportunity for you to back it up a little bit and say, okay, what do we have in the fridge? (laughs) What do we have in the freezer Are we eating out anywhere this week? What do the kids have going on? Ball games, other events. It's homecoming season for us. So there are lots of things that are taking the kids out of the house right now. Whatever those things are, how many people are showing up for dinner? How much food do you need? What is it that you're planning for? So you can make your grocery list. Many people will have a grocery shopping day that there's one day a week that they go grocery shopping for the whole week, which is indicative of planning in advance for the meals. And that really significantly reduces your decision fatigue because you already know what's coming. So if there's any other repetitive decision that you're making, like which way am I going to go to work today? Are you are you going to go the same way for some of us commuting with just our feet? It still is a decision. Am I going to grab an extra cup of coffee before I go or not? There are all these little decisions that come into play. But what other recurring decisions are you making that you could systematize? Okay, take a moment right now, pause the recording, and think about those recurring decisions that you make. A couple of examples to get those creative juices flowing. Who's going to feed the dogs? Who's going shopping? Who's responsible for making the bed? Who's responsible for getting the clothes to the laundry hamper? Who's responsible for unloading the dishwasher? Who's responsible for cooking? Okay, that's enough. Go ahead and hit pause, write on your paper those recurring decisions that you might be able to systematize. Are you having fun bossing me around? Pause, play, sometimes that's the best decision of all that we know when we're in charge. Hey, here's a way that you can feel like you are more in charge. Are you ready? All right, here it comes. You all know if you've been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, you know, and for those of you who are brand new, welcome. I am so committed to the power of planning and using a planner and planning my, my year, and my quarters, and my weeks, and my days, because it really does reduce decision fatigue, and it keeps me aligned with what my overarching goals are for whatever time period it is that I'm working in. So planning your schedule okay, are you going to carpool with anybody this week? Where do the kids need to go? What is your custody schedule exchange this week? All of those things to take into consideration so that you can reduce the number of decisions that you're making. And also it gives you this great opportunity to coordinate together as a couple to say, this is what we've got coming up for this week. Because oftentimes those unexpected things can really derail us when we have most of our bases covered by what we know is coming up, it can help reduce that tension that comes when the unexpected happens. Hey, if you're in a step family, there's lots of unexpected that is happening and will happen. So, this is a great strategy. When I first use the expression decision fatigue, and told my husband, I'm tired of making decisions. He kind of chuckled at me and said, that's not actually a real thing. I'm like, you know what? It is a real thing. There is research upon research upon research on how exhausting life can be. So I want to recap for you what you can do to reduce decision fatigue. There are lots of things that we cannot eliminate in our day-to-day. However, we can reduce the tiredness and the exhaustion that we feel when we're making decisions. Okay, so what do you do once you've recognized, wow, I'm really close to needing that brown paper bag. I feel close to hyperventilating because it feels like there's so much pressure going on and I don't know what decision to make next. I don't even feel like I'm capable of making another decision. Understand those three reasons why you might be feeling exhausted. It could be that you're hungry and malnourished from food. It could be that you're physically tired. And it could be that emotionally you're feeling a bit disconnected. Recognize that there are things that occur before you experience Decision fatigue. And those are the things that you can work on reducing them from happening to begin with so that you are better prepared to make decisions. Look, let's be real. We're not going to get this right all of the time, but we can get it right more of the time. Okay, so what do you do? Decision fatigue. These are the three strategies. What do you need to decide on? So identify those most important decisions. What's really, really important right now? And perhaps you need to prioritize. If you have several key things coming up, you may need to prioritize what order you're going to make those decisions. The next way to minimize decision fatigue is to identify those repetitive decisions, those things that you do over and over and over and over again so you can end making the same decision Every single day or every few hours, whatever it might be. And next, and the best, most powerful way to prevent decision fatigue is to use the power of planning to plan for your week. So pick a day that's going to be the day that you can sit down and project for the coming week, what's coming up, so that you can get prepared for that week. I am praying for you and rooting for you that you will take the time to nourish yourselves through the power of planning and reducing the amount of decisions that you need to make. All right, friends, that'll do it. Have a great week. Two things. I said after editing, I was going to look up the number of decisions that we make. So according to Psychology Today, some sources suggest that an average person makes an eye-popping 35,000 choices per day. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> 35,000 choices per day. That, in and of itself, is enough evidence to support the importance of reducing the number of decisions that we make. All right, there you have it. Hey, one more thing. Are you stuck? Are you wondering, how do I actually incorporate this into my daily life? Is it even possible? Okay, if you're a stepmama, I want to invite you into the Facebook group because there you will learn about the power of planning and how it is definitely possible to reduce not just decision fatigue, but the overall stepmama fatigue that we experience as we're learning how To actually be good at this calling that God has given us. So the Facebook group for stepmoms, it's new and the link is in the show notes. You can also search Brave Stepmom and you'll find the group. Come on inside. We've got laser coaching. Two times a month you can qualify for laser coaching in the group. It's free and powerful and you learn tons. All right, is only. I love you guys, but this is just for the stepmoms. All right, check out the link in the show notes. Click on it and join the group. God bless you, family.